It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the studios of 97.1 The Sports Animal in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G., welcoming you to another episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. Coming up on today's show, we'll talk about who should be taking the last shot for the Oklahoma City Thunder this season. I have a definite opinion on that, and there's also some guys I'd like to see step up in that situation. We'll also talk about the very revealing interview that Alex Sabrinas did with the European publication, talking about his mental health and what kind of teammate Russell Westbrook is to help him through the issues that he was having last year in Oklahoma City. And then we'll wrap things up with our Danilo Gallinari player capsule and We'll talk about what Sham Sharina had to say about the Miami Heat's interest in Chris Paul prior to the upcoming season. My name is Eric G. I'm the editor-in-chief of Thunder Maven. Find us on Twitter, at Thunder Maven. I'm also the co-host of the Pat Jones Show on 97.1 The Sports Animal in Tulsa. Do want to make mention that Thunder Maven is a Sports Illustrated channel dedicated to covering all things Thunder. And, of course, you can find me every weekday from 11 to 2 on The Sports Animal in Tulsa. You can also download our new app. And remember, you can find this podcast on iTunes as well as um, several other outlets wherever you hear all your favorite podcasts. Close your eyes for a second. Okay, not if you're driving, but if you're sitting at your office, close your eyes for a second. If you're driving, let your mind wander just enough to put yourself at the peak. Golden State's in town. There are three seconds left on the clock, just enough time to get a shot off. Billy Donovan is called to play. The Oklahoma City Thunder are down by two, which you know the scenario means two to tie, three to win. And as he's drawing up to play, he has one guy in mind that must take this last second shot if the Thunder want any chance to win this season. Who do you think is getting that ball? Let your mind go there for a second. All right, I'll give you two more seconds. Mm, 2-1. All right, it's Danilo Gallinari. Danilo Gallinari will get the last second shot this year as long as he is on the Oklahoma City Thunders team. Why am I saying that? Well, since Paul George and Russell Westbrook are no longer a part of this team, the Thunder have lost all their clutch players. PG, number five in clutch stats this year. Russ, number eight. What are clutch stats, you ask? Well, we've gone over this before on the Locked on Thunder podcast. But let me refresh your memory. Clutch stats are fourth quarter or overtime with less than five minutes to go, neither team ahead by more than five points. Those are how clutch stats are measured. And in those situations, Paul George ranked fifth last year, Russell Westbrook ranked eighth, and in case you were wondering, the guy that ranked first was James Harden, the guy that Chris Paul was playing with last year. The next closest guy to Danilo Gallinari, 
who deserves to get that last-second shot for Oklahoma City, at least according to NBAMinor.com, which is a website dedicated to doing stats. I'll give you—I can give you ten guesses, and you'd never get it right. I could let you go down the entire roster, and you would probably never guess that Stephen Adams, after Danilo Gallinari, Stephen Adams has your highest clutch stats, or he is your highest-ranked clutch player, 99th. Say Gilgis Alexander, 150 respectively, CP3, 153, Schroeder, 152, and then it just it, it gets worse from there. Uh, should be uh, You should know that uh, Alex Sabrina's 247, Deion Waiters 267, both former Thunder guys. So why am I telling you all this? Well, I'm telling you all this because with PG and Russ being gone, the Thunder need guys to desperately step up and have the moxie to want to take that shot. And while the numbers will tell you that Danilo Gallinari needs to take the shot, what I will always go back to is the fact that while I agree with that, and that is my definite opinion that as long as he's here, he's the guy taking that shot, we just don't know how long that guy is going to be on the roster. We don't know when or if the Thunder are going to get an offer that is too good to refuse, and they'll ship Danilo Gallinari off, with which puts you in another hole. So, if you want someone to develop that clutch gene, which I would always tell you that that is something that guys need to be tested for. Like, if you're going to draft them, you need to figure out if they've got clutch gene or not. And and, and I'm sure Sam Presti, with with all the brain power that he has and, and all the guys that he knows, can come up with a test to find out if whether or not you're a clutch player. This means that the guy who's number 150, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, must step up in these situations. This is where he has to absolutely, without a doubt, assert himself as the guy who wants to take that shot. Now, it would be nice if Chris Paul, who had to spend an entire year playing with James Harden, and look, I'm not going to take that 153 that he's ranked and put a whole lot into it because... When you're playing with the best clutch player in the NBA and you're the point guard, you better make sure that the ball gets to him. Not to mention Chris Paul was hurt a significant amount of last season. But yes, I would like to see Chris Paul step up and take some of the responsibility off SGA just simply because he is the most veteran player that the Thunder have. But ultimately, if you're trying to groom a guy to lead your team, and and how often have we said on this show How often has it been said on Thunder Maven or any show talking about the Oklahoma City Thunder that Shea Gilgis-Alexander is the future? And we've heard nothing but glowing remarks from former coaches, um, namely John Calipari in Kentucky, about his work ethic. If you're going to be the guy, then be the guy. Be the guy that when Billy Donovan is drawing up that play, be that guy that that when Billy Donovan, who is an analytic guy and, and falls right in line with Sam Presti, and they've both they both discussed that Gallinari is supposed to get that shot. Shea Gilgis Alexander has to step up and ask for it right now. He has to not be afraid to fail. And I think for young players, I think that is the toughest thing that Shea Gilgis Alexander is going to have a problem overcoming right now because. For the early going, Thunder fans are going to be very forgiving of Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Anytime he misses a shot or has a particular bad game, 
Thunder fans will they'll play the young card. Hey, the guy's young. Give him a couple of games. It's early on. You're only ten games into the season. We haven't even really seen what this guy can develop in, into. You start getting into 10, 15 games. You go from October, you make that turn into January, February, and he hasn't shown he can step up in those situations. He is going to get absolutely hammered by fans. Because Oklahoma City fans, look, as much as I love them, they're probably the least patient fans, least most patient fans in the NBA because of that college basketball, college football mentality that they have. So they're going to want to see this guy develop, but they're going to want to see him develop fast, and that's not fair. That's why I will always worry about this guy having too much pressure on him, having to step up and fill the shoes of Russell Westbrook because he is so young. And he has never been in these type of situations to know what this is like. I mean, you are stepping into the shoes of a former MVP, and we are expecting you to be great? Yeah, I'm not sure that we're the same ones in all that. But ultimately, he has to be the guy because other than that, you can't rely on Terrence Ferguson. I didn't even bother looking up Andre. Well, okay, Andre Robertson had no stats for last year, but I certainly didn't look him up from the year before or the year before that. Um, wow, Burton, Nader, Noel. Yeah, they're just they're not guys. One, the numbers aren't there, and two, they're just not guys you think of that is gonna that are going to step up and carry you in those particular moments. So while Danilo Gallinari has the numbers, and while I would think that Billy Donovan is ultimately going to put his trust in him, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it needs to be Shea Gilgis Alexander, and you need to put him in as many situations as you possibly can this three this preseason to give him an opportunity to take those shots. You just have to, and and when he screws up. You're going to have to show him that you believe in him, and you're going to have to go to him again until eventually it just clicks for you. And if it doesn't click, well, then you move on at some at some other point. But if getting to the playoffs is not important for you this year and developing a team is, then do everything you can to develop this young kid, not only as a leader, but as the guy that absolutely wants the pressure when it counts the most. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. You've had a long day at work, still stuck at the office. Well, treat yourself to the kind of meal that you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you. There's no need to go out. You got DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app. All you have to do is use the promo code Locked On. Coming up next... Why couldn't the Thunder have told us a little bit more about Alex Sabrinas? Tell you why I'm not real happy with the way Oklahoma City approached this, and we get into it next here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. The 
file with 100% accuracy, and get you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Remember, coming up in seven days, seven days from now, that is Thunder Media Day. In eight days from now, that's when training camp starts. And starting in seven days, we go back to five days a week here on the Locked On Thunder podcast. So we'll uh, get you covered Monday through Friday or Monday through Saturday. Um, usually we take Friday off just to kind of give you a little bit of background, but we will have media day covered for you on Thunder Maven. Remember, follow us at Thunder Maven on Twitter. We'll have all the video, audio, we'll write stories from that, plus we'll post this podcast. So we'll get you covered there, and we'll have you covered here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Alex Abrinas, former Thunder guard, gave a very revealing interview um, to a website or to a publication called Basket in Movie Star, M-O-V-I-S-T-A-R. We posted the story from Eurohoops.net on Thunder Maven, and I'm pretty sure it's translated, but Alex Sabrinas, who is just 26 years old, opened up about his mental condition. And we had thought when Alex Sabrinas had, when when he disappeared from the Thunder, that was really the rumors or that was the thought running around Thunder Media is it's got to be depression. It's got to be something mentally that's keeping him from wanting to be on the court. And you hate to assume in those situations because you can make yourself look like a complete fool. But the Thunder wasn't giving us any information on what to go on. And one one of the quotes that Alex Sabrina's had was this, quote, athletes are normal people but are pressured above average. Medication helps, but at the end of the day, you must seek professional aid, discuss with friends and family, and move forward with their support. It's a different kind of pain. Physical pain is something you can see and feel. Mental pain cannot be observed and cannot be treated like an injured knee, for example. You don't go through something similar. If you don't go through something similar, you can't realize it. And at the end of the day, money is not above everything. And until it happens, you don't realize that you don't give a shit about money. And one, it's a very powerful quote. He also went on to say that Russell Westbrook was a great teammate through all this and helped him out, which I I would not have expected anything less from Russell Westbrook, despite how he may act in the media Russell Westbrook has certainly been a guy that's shown that he has heart and cares about his teammates and whatever riff he may have had with Kevin Durant. It certainly didn't come across that way with any of the other guys that he played next to. And most of the guys that you, when they leave the Thunder, have nothing but glowing things to say about Russell Westbrook. But if Alex Sabrinas was going through all this anguish, And all we could do was question why this guy isn't on the court. Why why aren't we seeing Alex Sabrinas? Is he with the team? What is the latest status on him? And everything was up in the air. Why couldn't the Thunder share that with us? And the reason I ask that question is because it's not like mental health has a stigma anymore. Now, If you can't understand depression or if you can't understand 
anxiety and and why people need medication or why they need to go see psychiatrists, then that's on you. And it's not that you're depressed because something happens in your life to send you that way. It really is a chemical imbalance in your brain, and it can be treated. I have gone through – look, I've been, I have been being treated for, for anxiety now for several years, several years in my life. But it's something that doctors understand. It's something that family understand. And most of us are pretty tolerant about it. In fact, if anything, it makes you a much more sympathetic character. And I would say that, yeah, it probably had something to do. Look, did it affect the way Alex Sabrinas played? I would imagine, yes, that in some way it did affect the way Alex Sabrinas played. And that's why he wasn't as effective for Oklahoma City as he possibly could be. But I would say that's also not the entire reason that Alex Sabrinas wasn't near as effective as he could be for the Oklahoma City Thunder. And knowing that this is an inpatient fan base, but also knowing that it is an Oklahoma fan base and a caring fan base, had that news got out, you would have seen a rush of support for Alex Sabrinas. In fact, there was a lot of people who would tweet out all sorts of things on social media showing support for this guy. Not only that, the Oklahoma City Thunder missed a golden opportunity to pull back the curtain on something that afflicts millions of Americans and millions of people worldwide, and you could have shown them that they're not alone. For as much as we like to hear the NBA cares, for much as we know that the Thunder are a community-based organization, this is a way that they could have helped because they could have put a face on mental illness and people could have gravitated towards Alex Sabrinas with the, hey, if he's going through this and I'm going through that too, then at least I know I'm not the only one. And I know that there's hope out there if this guy can get better. And hey, thank God for Alex Sabrinas getting the opportunity to go back to Spain and play basketball. And maybe Alex Sabrinas did ask the Thunder not to say anything in that time. And certainly if that was the case, then fine. I I can be dead wrong on this, but if Alex Sabrinas didn't tell the Thunder not to tell them, then that is a conversation that they should have had with him, and it's something that should have been brought to the forefront because there was absolutely no reason to keep this in the dark because, one, I think society is a lot more tolerant. Society certainly understands mental illness a lot better than we ever have at any point in, in our history, and, two, it's just kind of nice to know that somebody else may have the same issues that you do, especially a guy that's making a guy that's making seven figures playing basketball has it as well. So for me, the Thunder blew a golden opportunity. Um, uh, Brinus did say that Russ would invite him out to eat. They would hang out. Russ would check on him. And again, not a big surprise there. Uh, um, the thing I love about that is, look, Russ was not always the, the most fun guy to interview. But I never felt that Russ was phony, so to speak. I always felt, look, I didn't like all the answers that he gave, and there were times that he was just a pain in the butt to deal with. But ultimately, I felt the guy was genuine, and if you really needed something from him and he was somebody you trusted, then you'd get it. And there's another great example. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. Coming up next, we close things out. Find out just how close the Miami Heat were to dealing for for Chris Paul. We'll tell you that here on the Locked on Thunder podcast.
This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wrapping up today on the Locked on Thunder podcast, we're going to do our player capsule of Danilo Gallinari, who gets to Oklahoma City by way of the Los Angeles Clippers as part of the Paul George trade. And the cruel irony in all of this is how great a complimentary player to Paul George would Danilo Gallinari have been for the last two seasons. I'm not going to sit here and run down every stat Danilo Gallinari is, but considering how bad the Thunder were at free throw shooting last year, this guy would have helped immensely. He shoots 90% from the charity stripe. From three, he's 40%. And you can look up the rest of his stats. This guy spaces the floor. This guy is big enough with his 6'9", 6'10", frame where he can actually go play the four where it looks like the Thunder are going to play him this year. He can get you rebounds, he can play defense, and he can go out beyond the arc and shoot. He is that, that complementary piece that would have helped the Oklahoma City, the la- Oklahoma City Thunder the last two years not get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs. He is the guy that would have helped the Thunder advance, and, and it's just so cruel that you're getting Danilo Gallinari now when you don't have a Paul George and you don't have a Russell Westbrook. Now, does that mean that Chris Paul won't make use of Danilo Gallinari? Absolutely he will. And where I see him at is a guy that's going to play anywhere from 38 to about 42 minutes a night a year, uh, or 42 minutes a night a game. I see Danilo Gallinari as a guy that, if you're smart, you're going to run him in his more natural position of a three, and you're going to put Mike Muscala on the floor and when Chris Paul brings the the floor the ball down the floor, Gallinari's got to be the first guy that he looks to because he is the guy that is your most sure-handed guy. Plus, I, I like the fact that with him and Shea Gilgis Alexander on the floor and and Muscala, well, and Chris Paul for that matters. There's, there's three different guys that the defenses really have to look for. And it's going to spread the defense out, and it's going to make it very hard for you to either help and recover, and you sure better not double-team anybody when those guys are on the floor because they're going to be able to shoot. I mean, you add Dennis Schroeder to that, and you're talking about a team, again, and I've said this a million times, the way that the way this team has the ability to spread people out, they could actually go toe-to-toe with the Golden State Warriors for 48 minutes every time that they play this year. 
And, and it's a good thing that Oklahoma City gets Golden State three times before the month of January without Clay Thompson because I think Oklahoma City, with this lineup and with Billy Donovan using it correctly, could be absolute hell for Golden State. But ultimately, Danilo Gallinari's biggest role on this team doesn't come from on the court. It comes from just simply being trade bait and Sam Presti being able to get a few more draft picks to help build this team while while maybe winning a few basketball games in the process. that That's where Danilo Gallinari's biggest role comes from this year. Um, I think he's the type of guy that, it, as far as him taking relief off anyone, he's really not going to do that. But certainly the more he can keep Ferguson and Andre Robertson from playing the three, the happier I'll be. Finally, Sham Sharina of The Athletic. You know him, you love him, big time NBA reporter. Wow, that's a horrible way to stretch. Um, He said that the Miami Heat had a, quote, level of interest in Chris Paul before the season started, uh, but because of the $124 million contract, the Heat and the Thunder couldn't come to terms. And said right now the Thunder just, look, they're, they're willing to use Chris Paul while they have him. I don't think anything really came to light in that other than this. Okay, So, yes, there was a level of interest for Chris Paul. You didn't get return on that interest for Chris Paul. And now you're Sam Presti, and you're thinking maybe if you show him off at some point this year, someone will bite. What this tells me is I don't think anyone bites this year on CP3. And it's not the worst thing to have him in Oklahoma City for for an entire season because I ultimately believe that that is what is going to happen but it's next year when when more money comes off that contract and it's less time and he's 35 years old, that's when you're going to get someone to bite. Unless you just get a desperate Timberwolves team and they're going to be willing to give you Andrew Wiggins, but we've already gone over there's a ton of contracts you'd have to take. Or if the Heat isn't going to want that draft pick back that you got from the Clippers in the in the Paul George trade, then maybe you go ahead and trade him to the Heat. But right now, if I had to bet, um, and what is today, September the 23rd, if I had to bet, I'm saying Chris Paul stays the entire year, but obviously a guy like Gallinari doesn't. That wraps it up for today's show. Thank you very much for listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast. We'll be back on Wednesday. And until then, may God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. Peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.